Today on episode number 584 of the School of Podcasting, we've got a really cool Because of My Podcast story. We're going to take a listen to the Yellowtech IXM microphone slash recorder, and we're going to look at the question, is ambivalence the key to success? Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm so glad you're here. Here's what we do. I'm going to bring my 20 years of helping people understand technology. I taught in the corporate world for many, many moons. And then we work together to massage your message. We're going to tackle all that technology. We're going to face your fears. We're going to flatten that learning curve. And not just get you podcasting, because look, you can go watch a bunch of old, outdated YouTube videos from people that will charge you thousands of dollars, but just for you, it's only $4,567 and your left arm. No, no, no. I'm going to get you podcasting in the right direction. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, and you'll see that I don't charge you thousands of dollars or your firstborn. Thanks for tuning in. What we're going to start off today, if you're new to the show, when I, I love to hear these. If you have one, send it on in. It's very simple. The question is this. Because of my podcast, blank. I always feel like I should play match game music when I say that. <laughs> but anyway, so if it's like, hey, you know what? I got to meet this person. I got to do this thing. I got this. Well, today's my because of my podcast story comes from uh, little old me. That's right. My podcast has opened up many doors. I've gotten a job, a, a teaching gig at Chancellor University. I got the job of being the director of podcasting at the New Media Expo. And I currently work at Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. It's a podcast media hosting company because the people that run that particular uh, establishment are familiar with my reputation, well, you guessed it, because of my podcast. And it turns out that I had another opportunity come my way. And what it was is I was at Podcast Movement, where again, I feel I get to speak there because of my podcast. And I was talking with Mike from the Membership Guys podcast, and Then Michael Stelzner walked up because he knew Mike. And then Pat Flynn walked up because he knew Michael. So it was a a whole kind of thing where all of a sudden I turned around and that allowed me to have a conversation with Michael Stelzner, who kind of already knew me. He actually came on Ask the Podcast Coach once, I believe, when we were on Blab many moons ago. Rest (laughs) Rest in peace, Blab. So I've known Michael. I've met him a few times. And... Because of that situation, because he kind of knew who I was, I was able to have a conversation with him. And to make a long story short, I'm very happy to report that if you're going to Social Media Marketing World 2018, you'll be able to hear me speak. I'm actually managing a panel on monetization. It'll be myself, Gary Leland, Darren Dake from Corner Talk. You've heard him on the show as well as you've heard Gary and Katie Kremitzos, who you've also heard on this show. We'll be talking about how to monetize your podcast at Social Media Marketing World 2018. I'll have a link to that out at the website. And if we go back just a little bit, 
I well, I actually already mentioned how I got the job at the New Media Expo. But what was fun about this is Michael knows John Lee Dumas. He knows Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast. Daniel's spoken at uh, Social Media Marketing World before. And he's really good friends with Cliff Ravenscraft. And Michael kind of turned to the crew and said, hey, you know, on the podcasting side, who are we missing? And he said it was really cool because they all said one name, and that name was Dave Jackson. So here again, it's not who you know. It's who knows you, to quote the famous Glenn the Geek from HorseRadioNetwork.com. So because of my podcast, I'm going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World 2018. The event is February 28th through March 2nd in San Diego. Who doesn't want to go to San Diego in February, especially if you live in Ohio? And then shortly after talking with Michael, I got a call from Chris Kermitsos, and I will be involved again with PodFest.us in Florida. That is February 8th through the 10th in Orlando. And since we're talking about speaking, this sounds like a big, like, look at me kind of thing. But this weekend, as I record this, on the 23rd in Perrysburg, Ohio, the very first ever National Podcast Power, this is a new conference, and I will be the closing keynote talking about how to grow your audience there. I'm looking forward to that because it's brand new. And that's half the fun of going to a new uh, event is because you it, it's smaller, it's intimate. I just got done at uh, Podcast Mid-Atlantic, and that had, I don't know, somewhere between 70, 80 people. And what's really cool about that is you get to meet people and talk to them. It's not this whirlwind. Like at Podcast Movement, I saw, I saw Steve Lee twice in the hallway. I was like, hey, buddy, we need to chat later. And he's like, yeah, because did you know that September 30th, that's right around the corner, is International Podcasting Day? Yes, it is. And uh, Steve is the guy behind that. And so if you're looking for a uh, kind of a reason to do something special on your podcast, uh, International Podcast Day. Did I say podcasting? I did say podcasting, didn't I? International Podcast Day. Shame on me, Dave. uh, Is September 30th. And so I think I have something up my sleeve that I'm going to be pulling out uh, for that. That should be fun. But uh, there's so... I never really got to talk to Steve at Podcast Movement because I was just, you're outnumbered 5,000 to 1 at that place. So I'm really looking forward to this one. If you're anywhere near Perrysburg, Ohio, this weekend, September 23rd, uh, just go to nationalpodcastpower.com. So those are some things that have happened, and I'm really stoked. And I, I don't want to spoil it. There's one other thing that might happen at Social Media Marketing World. I don't want to jinx it, but... Uh, this is one of the things that were on my bucket list. Someday I would like to speak at Social Media Marketing World. I've heard so much about it. The opening ceremony, like the opening like networking party, is held on an aircraft carrier. I mean, how cool is that? So that's my because of my podcast story. If you have something that would not have happened unless you had a podcast, I seriously, I'm talking to you. I want to hear your story. Simply record it. Email it, send it to Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com, and please don't forget to mention your website. Oh, we're going to get our geek on. If you are a person that plans on traveling around all over the place, there are cool recorders like the Zoom H5, the Zoom H6. We talked about the sound devices, Mix Pre, and Mix, there are all sorts of fun little toys. This one was really interesting. And Sean Park is a member of the School of Podcasting. I was so happy that he hunted me down at Podcast Movement. 
and he let me play with this toy. It's called the Yellow Tech IXM, and well, you'll hear about it. As uh, now, what I'm going to do with this particular clip, I'm not doing anything to this clip. This is exactly as it came out of the microphone. There's no processing. There's no compression. There's no EQ, nothing. This is the raw file from the microphone. And this is recorded from the floor at Podcast Movement. So I am here on the at the Libsyn booth at Podcast Movement. I'm here with Sean Park. I'm using what microphone? Yellow Tech IXM. And this thing is completely different. We'll be interested to see if we're picking up Elsie laughing in the background. But I have no headphones on because... Uh, if I do that, it kind of messes up. It, it's going to auto-level this audio. I'm not doing anything. I have to trust it. There's a noise gate, so if I shut up, we'll see if that cuts that out. And uh, how many bones did this set you back? It was six twenty-six, but that's because it was on sale. But I think it retails for seven ninety-nine. It's got 16 gigs of memory? Yeah, you can put any size SD card, but 16 gigs is the max that it will use. And eight hours of battery life. And so if you don't want to have to carry a microphone and a cable and a, mixer. and a mixer and a recorder, you can walk around with a microphone, and then you just plug it in USB to get the files off the SD card? Or, or you can take the SD card out and plug it directly into your computer as well. Awesome. And uh, your podcast is called? Be Your Own Nerd, and I'm at beyourownnerd.com. Awesome. Uh, you're, you're, let's throw in a plug for Dave. Uh, what are your impressions of the School of Podcasting? I love the School of Podcasting because I can uh, get all my questions answered by the man, Dave Jackson. All right, my man. Well, thank you for sharing this. Send this to me. I want to hear what it sounds like. And there you go. So it's the Yellow Tech IXM. I looked it up, and what's really interesting about this, you can usually get anything at B&H because uh, this is, we're talking, this isn't at Amazon.com. This is pretty much... A, a pro micro might be called prosumer, which is kind of consumer and a pro. Uh, this is $761 at BSW was the only place I could find it. So me personally, I'm not going to be running out to buy this because you could buy, shoot a zoom H six and a audio technica microphone for, I don't know, less than $500. And, uh, but of course you'd be lugging around, a recorder, a cable, and a microphone, things like that. But really interesting piece of equipment. And here's what I love about stuff like this is, yes, here in 2017, this piece of equipment is $761. That doesn't mean that as podcasting grows more and more and more people are getting into it, who's to say that in a couple of years that might be down to $400 when they come out with a new and improved version with bigger and better and things like that. So it's always interesting to look at at that technology that might be a little bit out of our reach because it won't be out of our reach forever. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. I do a show with Eric K. Johnson. You might know him as the podcast talent coach. It's called Podcast Review Show. Oddly enough, we got creative on this. It's where we actually review your podcast. So if you're looking for, you know, constructive criticism and Positive praise is how we bill it. Uh, that is what just happened for the Unwritable Rant podcast. And we don't do it to bring you on and bash you. We do like to find those things that you do right. So here's a quick example of Eric pointing out something that, uh, in this case, the Unwritable Rant did correctly. The description of the bourbon, I thought, was phenomenal. The, the details in there, the apple pie spices, just the whole 
the whole feel of the, the bourbon description was amazing. And the interesting thing is the show's not all about booze. It's actually really good. And uh, at the end of it, here's what the two people from The Unwritable Rant had to say about it. Dave and Juliet. Dave, uh, Eric, thank you so much for doing this for us. It's uh, a huge help to us, and there's a lot of great feedback, and we're certainly going to you know, kind of figure out how we're going to retool based on this. So, again, thank you. Yeah, really appreciate it. Great, great feedback. Our pleasure. Thanks for being here. And, again, if you want to check that out, go over to podcastreviewshow.com. If you want to be on the show, go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. That's a show that we don't do on a regular basis. We do it when somebody – Basically, he says, hey, review my show. That's when we do it. And uh, we do have one person set up for another review. So the line is very short if you want to do that. And another show that I do on a when I feel like it basis is a show called Building a Better Dave. You can find that at Better Dave. And here's what I'm talking about in the latest episode. And I said, and what I'm worried about is how do white people know that what they're saying or what they're about to say is going to make them sound like an idiot. And what's the problem is, is the minute that you get, you, you say something wrong, not only may people call you an idiot, they may call you a racist. And then it's game over. Now you might be sitting there going, what? What? What was that? That's a show I called Building a Better Dave. You can find it at betterdave.com. And I played that clip because it kind of goes in with what I want to talk about, which is the podcaster attitude. And I've talked a little bit about this in the past. So just a quick review. I've said there are things that every podcaster needs that have nothing to do with tech. In fact, if you purchase the podcast movement um, virtual ticket, I actually have a presentation on this. And just to give you the three, if you're like, what are the three things? Support from your family, your health, or your attitude. If you take any of those out of there, remove your attitude, have a bad attitude, it's not going to work. If you remove your health, not going to work. Remove the support from your family, it's not going to work. And so today I want to talk about focusing on your attitude. And so there is a, um, I've been listening to a lot of biographies lately. And the two I recently listened to are Martin Martin Short, I must say, who did Ed Grimley on the uh, Saturday Night Live show, and Amy Poehler, who I'm not even really a big fan of, but I've always found her kind of funny, which is weird because you're like, Dave, you just said she's not a fan. I mean, I, I never thought, have you ever noticed that Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, and for those of you outside of the U.S., I apologize if you go, what is he talking about? It's a, a sketch comedy show. And about 95% of the skits include somebody coming out in a weird costume and talking funny. Like the actual joke, the actual writing there, sometimes I go, so I'm not a huge Amy Poehler fan, but I am now that I read her book. So here's the fun thing about these two is they both knew they wanted to be in show business. There's no business like show business like show business. Right. Um, They both started in small theater groups. They basically immensed, immensed, that's not the word I'm looking for, immersed themselves in the local scene. And they worked with people who were better than them and they learned from them. And then they performed, Amy performed in a theater that was under a supermarket. She said it was fun kind of trying to do stand-up comedy when the sound of like carts above you. 
Um, they were in a building. I think it was Amy again was in a building where you had to put things over the drains in the bathroom so the rats wouldn't come out. Hmm. But the key is they suffered through these horrible situations because they loved their craft and they knew that these experiences would only help them get better. So I'm here to tell you when you first start off, you're not going to be as good as you are later. There's a great story in the Martin Short book where he was he got a, a gig on live TV in Canada. And one of his heroes, he was into like crooners like Tony Bennett and Sinatra, things like that. And Tony Bennett was going to be on the show. And so they had it set up to where Martin was going to sing a song at the beginning. And then Tony being Tony Bennett, I love my heart, right? That guy in San Francisco. That does not sound anything like Tony Bennett for the record. That sounded more, what do I do? That's more like uh, Rick Ocasek from the cars. Candy, oh, I need you. And uh, meanwhile, back to the story, Tony's going to close out the store. And so there's a snowstorm because it's Canada and that's what they do there. And they're like, well, hold on. We're not going to put Martin on first because he might be closing out the show if Tony Bennett doesn't make it. And to make a long story short, at the last minute, Tony Bennett made it and they put him on immediately. Which meant that Martin Short, who is a average singer, more of a comedic actor, had to follow Tony Bennett. Yeah. And in his book, he says, so I started singing, here we are on earth together, it's you and me. And he said, already I was wrong. The lyrics are, it's you and I. That's because the song I was singing by Stevie Wonder is called You and I. And he said, in this little slip up, was enough to knock me completely out of orbit. He said, I suddenly forgot the rest of the lyrics and worse for reasons. I still cannot fathom. I started to impersonate Tony Bennett while in improvising new lyrics. Later, he went in the bathroom because he thought he was going to pass out and he bumps into Tony Bennett in the bathroom to which Tony looked at him and said, Hey, you froze good kid. So basically Amy and Martin both knew especially because in many cases they were involved with improv and I'm not a huge fan of improv. Uh, I tend to think that about 80% of the time it's pretty horrible, but they know that if you're improvising or as the old saying goes, you're paying your dues. Sometimes you're the bug and sometimes you're the windshield and you're not going to get better without practicing your craft. So I know a lot of people are really into planning the big launch the big launch. And I had somebody this week, one of my uh, one-on-one clients contacted me. They're doing a show. They released with eight episodes, eight episodes. And I go, Ooh, that's a lot. Cause they thought by the way, that if somebody subscribed, you would download all eight episodes automatically. And I'm here to tell you that is wrong. I can prove that to you in about 10 seconds. That is absolutely wrong. When you subscribe to a show, if you're lucky, they'll download one episode automatically. Depends on the app. But there's no app that I know of that will download them all unless they've gone into the back end of the app and said, when I click subscribe, download them all. So they had released eight. And I said, okay, um, how do you know your show is good? What, what, what? 
like, did you play it for anybody? And they went, well, what do you mean? How do I know my show is good? And I'm like, how do you know your show is good? Because I realize sometimes you don't have a focus group, but did you play it for anybody? Did uncle Leo think it was okay? So, and in, in their defense, they had, they, they work in the industry, so they were okay. But sometimes we need to ask ourselves, is this good? And so the other thing I thought I would share here that kind of pertains to podcasting, uh, Martin Short, who's been doing this since the 70s, show business that is, has a serious imposter syndrome where about every seven years he literally just about breaks down and thinks his career is over and then he gets a new job. But here's the thing that I thought, you know, this is, I think we need to think about this with podcasting. And it was a quote from Amy Poehler's book. She says, ambivalence is the key to success. So ambivalence or to be ambivalent is having mixed feelings about someone or something being unable to choose between the two, usually opposing uh, courses of action. So I like this quote. She says, this means you have to care about your work, but not about the result. You need to have to, you need to, easy for me to read. You have to care about how good you are and how good you feel, but not about how good people think you are or how good people think you look. She says, I realize this is extremely difficult. And so the ambivalence here is the fact that in my world, I'm telling you, you need to go get a focus group so you know you're good. But on the other hand, I'm going to give you an example. I had a one-star review of my Logical Weight Loss podcast, which has been going on over 10 years. So 10 years of experience, and I got a review that said, uh, a bad show reviewing bad products. One star. Yes. And uh, my reaction to that was, whatever. Ambivalence. I had to go, you know what? And I thought about it. And um, let's bring this point in. There are... 30% of people that just think you're the bee's knees. They really just think you're like, wow. There are 30% that think, you know what? He's pretty cool. Oh, she's good. Yeah. Okay. They're not in the like, oh, kind of thing. But they're, yeah, yeah. It's a good show. And there are 30% of people who are like, nah. And the other 10% can't figure out how to download a podcast if you're doing the math in your head. And so that's my point here is that guy or girl who gave me the one-star review walked into the middle of my show. They don't know really what I'm about. And and I have 30% of my audience, the people that are like, think I'm the bee's knees. They love the gadgety stuff. They love the apps that keep you uh, kind of motivated to lose weight and things. They love that part of it because I'm not selling. I'm not a trainer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to sell you my thing. It's just me going, look, I'm trying to lose weight. Illogicalloss.com, by the way, if you want to check it out. So, uh, you know, so on one hand, again, I'm saying get a focus group. And on the other hand, I'm saying whatever. You need to be a little ambivalent at times. Um, when do you get a pass? Because you're, you're kind of worried about, well, I, I want to be good for my... You know what? Your first episode is going to be probably not as good as you wish it was when you're on episode 10. 
Uh, you can say whenever when someone walks into the middle of your show. That's you're going. There is a bit of ambivalence to being a podcaster, and realize that when you first start, you're going to pay some dues, and it's not always going to be pretty. Uh, one of my favorite, I think, uh, from my own personal life, examples of things that just weren't pretty, but I suffered through the unprettiness is uh, I played in a ba- I, I played in bands from about the age of fifteen to about the age of 48, something like that. Um, And uh, one of my most successful bands was a blues band. And we were just starting out. It takes you about six months to get out of the basement to learn all those songs. So again, part of the the podcasting attitude is I think we want to hit the ground running doing a million miles an hour because we did a big launch of our podcast and it just doesn't happen that way. I've said it before, it's more of a steam train, not a Ferrari. But we had just got out of the basement and we got a gig paying us nothing but exposure for a cancer fundraiser. And you've heard of track and field. We were on the field while all these people did like a cancer walkathon around the track. And I don't know if you've looked at a football field lately, but uh, not a lot of power outlets in the middle of the field. And so (laughs) they walked out with one extension cord and said, here's the electricity for the band. And we said, well, that'll get the keyboard player going. Got another one for the guitar player and the bass player and the singer and the PA. And we finally run our show, you know, the whole band on like one and a half (laughs) and a bunch of uh, power strips. And my favorite part of it is, A, it's outside. Now, as podcasters, we get extremely freaked out about room noise. When you are outside, there is absolutely no room noise. It's like playing in a vacuum. You have no idea what you sound like because your sound just goes away and never comes back. So it's horrible. And the fact, I think my favorite part of this gig at the cancer (laughs) fundraiser was my lead singer was smoking like a chimney. Yeah, at the cancer. Yeah, it was awesome. But you have to pay your dues. Is that what I'm saying, Dave? That you have to pay your podcast dues, kind of? That I, I'm seeing more and more people here. And that's kind of what inspired this. I'm seeing more and more people that are not launching because they are planning the big launch. And there's nothing wrong with having a launch and alerting your email list and your family and your friends and everybody you know, but that's not going to make your show huge. It's just not. It'll make it bigger than it was if you didn't tell anybody. But in the end, you're going to look back at your early show and go, "Mm, but that's okay. Remember, 30% of your people of your audience are going to think, wow, that was magnificent. 30% are going to go, that wasn't bad. And 30% are going to go, mm, yeah. I mean, I, I, a classic example, I do a show, I, I played you the clip from the podcast review show. If you got five bucks, go to podcastrodeoshow.com. This is a review show where I just give you my first impression. That's it. Podcast review show, top to bottom, head to foot, website, sound quality, everything we cover, Podcast Rodeo Show, just the first impression. 
And somebody had submitted a show where they were talking about podcasting. And I'm like, oh, this is right up my alley. I should like it. And instead, I was very, meh. It was all right. I didn't hate it. Didn't uh, like it. Didn't, yeah. That was it. And just realize that some of your audience is going to be that way. So part of the juggling aspect of a podcast attitude is to be a little ambivalent, which means you have to care about your work. You have to care about making it the best you can on the budget you have, in the environment you have, how many kids and wives and spouses and hours you work at wherever. You do the best you can. And sometimes that means you may not care about the result because you did do the best you can. And I I think about this. um, This reminds me back when I was a corporate trainer. I worked with a, uh, a guy, really nice guy, good trainer, but he would wait after class because we had our students submit a review of our class. You know, one to 10, 10 being good, one being bad kind of thing. And uh, he would wait after class so he could see his scores. And I was ambivalent because every day I walked in and I did everything I did to set up a good class. I tried to be entertaining. I tried to answer their questions. I tried to move them along at a pace that was fast enough to cover all the material, but not so fast that I was losing people. And I feel I was a pretty good corporate trainer. I did that for, for 20 years. But I didn't care. It's, I, I Yeah, pretty much. I didn't really care about my scores because, number one, they almost always were good. And number two, there wasn't anything I would change. Now, as a teacher, I'm always thinking there's room for improvement. Don't get me wrong. But there's usually I did the best I could with what I had. And so I guess that's a little bit of ambivalence. I cared about delivering the best class these people had ever had, inspired them to take more classes. But in the end, the result was the result. And there wasn't anything I could do about that. So work on your ambivalency, if that's even a verb, when you hop into podcasting. Because there are going to be times when you really want to care and there are going to be other times when you have to kind of turn that off and go, you know what, I'm doing what's best for me and the show. I will throw this in. If you haven't heard, a friend of mine, Cliff Ravenscraft, I talked with him at Podcast Movement. And uh, Cliff has been podcasting a little less than I have. I started in April of 2005 and I think Cliff came about three months after I did. And he's been doing podcasting A to Z for years. It's uh, Right now it's a $2,000 course. And Cliff, and I called this, I'm going to say two years ago, maybe three years ago, when I did like a year-end, like what's going to happen next year? And I said, Cliff Ravenscraft is going to become a life coach because Cliff is an uh, inspiring guy. He's a good guy. He's got a great heart. He's a great salesman in my opinion. And uh, I said, I can just see this guy doing more than teaching people how to podcast. And basically Cliff announced, Cliff, Cliff, now Cliff is a verb. Cliff uh, announced this week that mm, about 99.9% sure he's done teaching people how to podcast. He's inspired people 
to help them run their online businesses and how to grow their business and how to connect with a community. And so I had somebody kind of like a bad Christmas, uh, you know, holiday special, like, oh no, Christmas is canceled. What are we going to do? To which I say, if you've never heard of it, it's been around since 2005. It's a little website called the School of Podcasting, and you can get into it, and it won't cost you $2,000. Right now, it's 49 bucks a month, or uh, if you sign up for a year, you get two months free. In addition to that, you get live group coaching twice a month. You get a private Facebook group, and you get priority email support. You heard Sean talk earlier. He said one of the reasons he signed up is he wanted his questions answered by me. And it is me. I don't have a staff. I am an army of one. And so if you're interested in that, Christmas is not canceled. There will be future podcasting. And I'm being sarcastic. I, I mean, no ill will at, at Cliff. Uh, I just thought it was funny that they were like, that it just to me shows that I've apparently done a horrible job marketing the school of podcasting. And uh, if you hear somebody asking about the school of podcasting, feel free, or somebody talking about starting a podcast, feel free to mention my name and my website. If you want it, I can make you a affiliate and you can earn a commission if somebody signs up. But uh, I would be happy to help you with your podcasting needs. We have the School of Podcasting. It's a membership site, as I just mentioned, so you can learn at your own pace. I have one-on-one consulting. If you're interested in that, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash schedule. And then we have the review stuff. So we have podcast review show. I do that with Eric K. Johnson. And then I do the podcast rodeo show.com. And that I believe is four different calls to action. So I say this right now, do as I wait, don't do as I say, you know what I mean? Cause half of you just went, wait, what, what was the, yeah, that was a horrible call to action. And I'm leaving that in here just to show you there's a classic example of a horrible call to action. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com, and uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up, and I hope to see you on the inside. Again, let me remind you, this coming weekend, the 23rd, I will be at nationalpodcastpower.com in Perrysburg, Ohio. If you're listening to this right now, look at your calendar. Is today the 18th of September? Do you live in Northeast Ohio? Did you know that there's a Northeast Ohio Podcasters Meetup? Just go to neohiopodcasters.com. We meet in Cuyahoga Falls, right off of Route 8, really easy to get to, at the BAM, better known as uh, Books a Million, and we talk all things podcasting. And I would love to have you at that. So thanks so much for listening. Take care. And until next week, class is dismissed. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.